Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. I'm Sam, your host, and I'm so glad that you are here. Today, we are talking about energy vampires. What? Yeah, I know. Don't worry. We're going to get into it. But first, we're going to start with a review of the week. This is from Jen010105. Lots of numbers there. And it is called a five-star review. Oh, I love that she put five stars in there. Okay. It says, Listening to this podcast is like getting advice from that friend that just wants to see you win. Fool Out is down to earth, raw, and no BS. I look forward to new episodes for a chance to see what I can do better to grow into who I want to become faster. Love it. Aw, Jen, thank you so much. I, um, yeah, I hope that I get to show up honestly and authentically and, you know, maybe mess over my words and, you know, just be real with you because that's, That's what I want. I want to be real so that you feel like you have permission to also show up as the real you and and be exactly who you are. So thank you for that review. I so appreciate it. So let's get into it. Energy vampires. Just just like the word, what does that make you think of? Like what's your initial reaction? To me, I'm like, ooh, I don't like where this is going because I know that I have energy vampires in my life. And I also know that I have something to do with that, that I am playing a passive role in allowing the energy vampires to exist. So I really feel like this is a a productivity hack is getting rid of the energy vampires. And what am I even talking about when I say energy vampires? This is anything that is sucking your time, sucking your energy, sucking your light, sucking your positivity, and pulling you down into a not good space. So what immediately do you think of? For me, I'm like, ooh, my phone. My phone can be a giant source of energy vampirism. Is that a word? Definitely not, just made that up. Um, But social media, social media can be amazing and great and connect us and and provide inspiration and motivation. However, for me, I know that I can blur the lines of boundaries with my social media and allow it to suck my energy, make me feel not so great about myself and, and cause some negative feelings. So for me, social media is a big one. And my phone in general, Um, when I am trying to get work done, you guys know, if you've been listening, that I am on a really big contract right now in New York, a dance contract, which I could be working 60 plus hours a week. I literally had a 12 hour day yesterday. I've got a 14 hour day tomorrow at the theater. So I need to be really, really special and careful with my time. So that means that when I need to sit down and do work for my network marketing business or do work for my coaching clients and my upcoming programs or even this podcast, I have to turn my phone off. 
I literally put it on airplane mode. I turn the Wi-Fi on my computer off so that I can have uninterrupted time and not allow my brain or my energy to go in different spaces. So while text messages and phone calls are not necessarily a negative thing in any way, shape, or form, they can be an energy suck when I'm trying to be productive and get stuff done for my businesses. So are you someone that can turn your plane, turn your plane off, turn your phone on airplane mode or turn your Wi-Fi off when you're working on a big project or when you're deciding to sit down and work on your network marketing business? Can you turn even do not disturb on? So at least you're not getting the text messages and the things coming in, but you can send everything out. Another energy vampire is TV. I remember someone saying, in my early days of network marketing that they couldn't do a Monday night call because they had to watch The Bachelorette. Now, girl, I wanted to watch The Bachelorette too, but guess what? Monday nights at nine o'clock, we always have a call. And if you're serious about your business, you gotta show up to that call. So TV could be seen as many things. For some people, it is a half an hour just to relax, or maybe it's an hour to invest in an amazing documentary or even a show that just makes you feel good but are you allowing it to suck your energy and waste hours and hours in front of the TV when you know you wanna be building your side hustle? So I think the big thing about energy vampires is that we have to get really honest. And some of us don't wanna get honest with our excuses. And then I think there's also you know, the role that we play. A giant energy vampire is gossip. Who are you hanging around? What conversations are happening? And notice, how do they make you feel? Now, I know people talk and it's just, you know, there's a difference between venting and getting that problem sorted out. And, and even, I think I talked about it in a um, couple episodes back about setting a timer, of saying if, if something's really bothering me, I'm gonna set my 10 minute timer and just get it all out and then move on. But if you're in a conversation with a friend and you vent for your 10 minutes and then she vents another 10 minutes and you start talking about another girl and then you're just in this negative vortex, y'all, that is an energy vampire. So choose wisely who you need to vent to and make those parameters, make those boundaries. Say, hey, I got to get this off my chest and what I need from you is maybe what you need from your friend is just to listen and then help you move to a solution. Maybe you just need to get it out and then you move on. But if you are willingly going into the negativity spiral, girl, that's on you. And the best part is that you have the power to change that. And I know it's easy. I know it's easy. Look, y'all, I work with 80 women right now. I know we've got hormones. We're exhausted. We're tired. Like, you know, it's easy to fall into that low vibe state. But I challenge you. If you want to be living a high vibe, a very um, happy and positive and vibrant and um, abundant life, you've got to think about all of those ways that you either are or are not showing up that way. And gossip is the number one way to destroy your high vibes and go low. We don't want to go low. If you're listening to this, I know you don't want to go low. So how do you separate yourself? You know, when you're in those conversations, do you physically actually separate yourself? Maybe you go get a drink at the water fountain. Maybe you switch your seats. Maybe you move somewhere else you're not even in the conversation. Or maybe you flat out say, hey guys, I don't really want to talk about this. And you move on and change the subject. 
Or maybe if you don't feel bold enough or strong enough to say you don't want to talk about it, maybe you just change the subject. But you have the active role of staying in that conversation or changing the subject, moving away from it, and changing your vibe. You can't adjust or change how other people show up, but what you can do is be an example of who you want to be and who you want to be around. Like attracts like. And so if you're sitting there giving into these conversations and just getting pulled down, guess what? You're going to attract those conversations. But soon people are going to start to realize that you don't like having those conversations and you either always excuse yourself, you change the subject, and you're going to start attracting the people that want to have fun, attracting the people that want to stay high vibe and high energy and positive. And it's a really cool adjustment when you start to realize, oh my gosh, all the people I'm surrounding myself with are on the same wavelength. It starts with you. So if we rewind and we come back to this idea of what's sucking my energy, my time, my positivity, what else comes to mind for you? Is there something else that I haven't listed? Is it your food? Is it the way you start your morning? Is it, you know, insert the thing and you know, I think that's the thing you already know deep down inside what that thing is, that number one thing that's sucking your time and sucking your energy. But we don't always want to make the change because guess what? It's comfortable to stay the same. It's comfortable to know, you know, what you're dealing with than it is to venture out and turn off your phone or venture out and start a new friend group or step away from gossip or turn off the TV and actually get to work in your side hustle. That's scary. And our brains are wired to keep us safe. So taking the risk is going to be challenging, but I promise you it's going to be so worth it. And right now, if you're like, I'm not really sure what my energy vampire is, I would love for you to take stock of 24 hours. How do you spend every minute of one day? How do you wake up? Do you start with your phone? Are you on social media? Are you with your emails already? Are you texting someone? What does every minute of your day look like? Because you're gonna realize, like I realized, oh my God, I check my email about 8,000 million times. And y'all, I don't need to do that. So that is wasting my time. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but if I cut down on one of those million times I check my email, I'm gonna come up with 15 more minutes in my day to put towards something that makes me feel better or pushes my business forward or allows me to relax and, and take care of myself. And that's what I want you to find. I want you to find that extra time that you could be putting towards your goals. And that could be your side hustle. That could be spending time with your kids. That could be spending quality time with your partner. That could be spending time prepping your food. That could be so many things, but we don't always realize how we spend our time, right? So you got that first thing in the morning. I know some of you are already like, oh crap, I waste so much time, but you'd be surprised. Like, do you take your phone to the bathroom? Do you sit on the toilet? Yeah, I'm calling you out right now. You sit on the toilet and you scroll through social media. Is that really worth your time? Or can you just go to the bathroom without your phone? I mean, not saying that I'm guilty of this, but literally, like, do you give yourself a break from looking at a screen all day? And then if you look at your day, okay, you go to work. Who are you spending your time with? Are you being productive at work or are you taking part in the gossip? Are you taking part in things that maybe don't help or serve your ultimate goal and your ultimate vision? 
And maybe you do, I don't know, but this is just my, my question for you to check in and see where you're at. Um, I know that, you know, during rehearsals, we have an hour 20 of rehearsal and then we get 10 minutes of on a break. And at the beginning of rehearsals, I would just instinctually just pick up my phone and look at my social media. Why? I don't know, because it didn't really serve me in that moment to be looking at what other people were doing or to see whether people had or hadn't commented on my stuff. And what I started doing was just keeping my phone down and saying, okay, I really need to drink some water right now. I need to hydrate. I need to eat a snack and have a quiet mind for 60 seconds. So I ask you, do you find yourself doing the same thing? And if you do, here are some ideas for you. So first thing, keep your plane or keep your plane, keep your phone on airplane mode. Keep your phone on airplane mode until you are ready to start your day and deal with other people. So you starting your day for yourself is going to change the energy in which you show up to your day. So for me, I wake up, I write in my journal, I drink some water, I will turn on some music and I will try to lift my vibes immediately. And then I will turn on my social media because that gives me the chance to show up for me first. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? That's that saying. So fill your cup first. The other thing is when you're working on a project, you're working on a essay for school, you're working on your coaching business, you're working on your network marketing business, keep your phone off. Are you really giving a solid 30 minutes of work or are you doing a couple messages, looking at your phone, writing an email, coming back to your work and saying that it's your quote unquote work time, but really your brain is in 5,000 different places. Another idea is turning or deleting rather, deleting your social media apps on your phone. And there were, was a couple weeks span that I actually did this. I would do a morning post on Instagram and then I would delete the app from my phone. And so I literally could not check it in the middle of the day and it freed up so much time. It was crazy. And then at the end of the night, if I wanted to go back and respond to messages and, and you know see what was going on and sped, spread some love to my friends posts, I would re-download it at night, but the re-downloading process took so long that I didn't really do it often, you know? And so that helped me create some healthy boundaries about when I was on social and when I could really use that time to further my businesses and my personal life. Another thought for you is to just create boundaries in general. So if you're finding that you're in the gossip or maybe you have a friend and you've had something going on and it just doesn't feel good, what healthy boundaries can you create? So where I created those boundaries around social media, about not looking at it first thing in the morning or deleting the app, et cetera, how can you do that in your relationships? Now, personally, I think this is a little bit harder because it involves you standing in your power and owning the fact that you are worthy of feeling how you want to feel. And I know a lot of women still are figuring out that they're worthy. They're not 100% believing that they are worthy of love and, and light and support and all of the things that they want to create in their life. So I know this one can be trickier, but if someone's not making you feel good, like a roommate, for example, if your roommate is leaving crazy dishes in the sink and not cleaning up after themselves, it can start to weigh on you if you're the clean person. 
And if you're that clean person and you're starting to notice that every time you go into the kitchen that you're feeling stressed out because there's dishes in the sink and you're upset, first I want to say, girl, did you talk to your roommate? Because you can't be upset with them if you didn't have a conversation. So start to figure out where do you need to have conversations to create boundaries so that those energy vampires can't get to you. And on the opposite side of that, if you're the messy roommate and your other roommate is the clean one, but you're always feeling pressure because you feel like they're watching you and, and you know, you're feeling like, oh, they looked, they saw that I had that dish in the sink and, and it's creating a bad living environment. Did you have a conversation? And a lot of times we just need to have a conversation and say, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Don't put it on the other person. I do this a lot with Corey. I say, this is what I'm feeling. Can we have a conversation? I want to tell you about something that's coming up for me. And I say, the story I'm telling myself is, insert X, Y, Z. Because it's really not the other person that's making you feel a certain way. It's what you are telling yourself about how they're treating you. So start the conversation with, hey, I want to have a conversation with you. And this might be really hard for me to bring up but I want to do it anyway because I value our friendship or I value our relationship and I want to be honest with you. The story I'm telling myself is X, Y, Z, and that makes me feel bad. So what can we do about it? Is this story true? Is there something I can be doing differently? Is there something we can be doing differently so we both feel good? And now I know these conversations are tough. Believe you me. In my former marriage, I did not have these conversations. I didn't feel I was worthy of asking for what I needed in the relationship. I didn't feel like I was worthy of asking for the love or the support or the actions or the things. And that was my part to play in that relationship. And it did not serve me. So that's something that I've worked on a lot. And I want you to start doing it too. Start doing it in the lower risk relationships. Do it with your friendships. Do it with, you know, your coworkers. Do it with your, with your significant other. And if that person actually cares about you, they're going to listen to you. Now, they might get defensive right away and that's okay. But if they truly love you, they will be open to having conversation. And it's all about how you approach it. You've got to approach the energy vampires with love and with honesty and with taking um, ownership of your part in that relationship. So I have to take ownership of whether or not I turn my phone on in the morning and I scroll on social media. I have to take ownership of the last thing I do at night. Am I reading a book that is going to inspire me? Am I writing in my journal or am I scrolling on social media and comparing myself to other people and making myself feel bad? That's on me, y'all. That is not on social media. Social media didn't show up and say, Sam, look at this right before you go to bed. No, it's the same in your relationships. Your roommate didn't go, all right, what can I do today to get under Sam's skin? No, and your partner's not doing that either. So most of the time, it's just a miscommunication and a misunderstanding. So you have to take ownership of A, looking at your excuses, and then B, looking at what you can change. Where are you not using boundaries and where do you need to create boundaries? Does that make sense? I sure hope it does because I think that energy vampires will only suck from you if you allow them, right? People are only going to treat you poorly if you allow them to treat you poorly. So don't let it happen. Why? Because you are worthy. You are worthy AF. You deserve to have the life 
and the finances and the job and the career and the relationships and the love and all the things that you want. But if you're allowing yourself to sit in your excuses, if you're allowing other people to have the power, girl, it ain't gonna happen, right? So what is your homework? Your homework is to write down what you do for an entire day, look at everything you do and figure out where are those sneaky energy vampires creeping in? What can you do to make a change? And maybe start with one small change. Don't go try to change your life tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. One small change at a time so that you can protect your energy, you can protect your time, you can protect your positive vibes, you can protect all the things that you're creating, your side hustle, your abundance, all the things, and you can really go out and live the life that you wanna live. So tag me on Insta stories, take a screenshot of this and tell me, where are you finding your energy vampires? And tag a girlfriend in this who needs to listen to this because I know that if you found value, your girlfriend is totally gonna find value in this. And that's what this is all about. Spreading love, spreading the positivity, and spreading the, spreading the practical tools and tips to help us all live a little bit better and happier, right? You guys, have an awesome day. Thanks so much for spending your time with me, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.